What's up, everybody? I'm Justin Maytath, and I'm here with my sister, Melissa Maytath. Hey, hey, everybody. We are Room 51, where we talk all things board gaming. Today, we're joined by a very special guest, Andy Aerosmith from Potable Gaming. <laughs> How are you doing? Yes, you nailed it. The amount of people who get that word wrong is, is entertaining. Well played. Hi, guys. How are everybody doing? Potable Gaming. <laughs> so we are very... <laughs> That was so much more cockney than I think it was meant to be. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, and today we are doing a role for thought where we're going to talk about the notion of game killers. What is a game killer? How does it affect board gaming? And just our thoughts on the concept of a game killer. So, Andy, since you're our guest, why don't you start us off? This is an interesting one for me because obviously it's one you hear quite a bit and then it often factors in like when you're buying a game because we've been collecting games now for sort of five years or so. So there's a lot of games that like came before which are like, oh, well, this has been killed now and discussed. But I also think it's a weird one. Like, does, does a game really get killed by something else? Yeah. Like, is, does it mean it's no longer valid? So like the obvious one is the, the Splendor versus Century one, yeah. which I don't really have a horse in this race because we want Splendor, but we're not buying century until the whole golem trilogy is ready but like does, does that kill like is there a reason why you can't play splendor again would you never play splendor again i uh i can kind of see why people have that i think i'm gonna try and stop before i go to a full like villain monologue on this i think <laughs> almost like <laughs> there's a reason behind having that killer terminology is if you are a, a collector or a curator of a collect of a game's collection like I'm, I'm unashamedly a collector. I have a ridiculous. I, we we bought an extra house with a third bedroom just for games, um, <laughs> and Dreams. we don't. Oh, dude, yeah. it's amazing. Um, <laughs> like, if was, oh, have you ever had guests around? Yeah, we bought an inflatable mattress. You sleep among the games and the comic books. That's, that's where you stay. <laughs> so having multiple games that's like it's the same type doesn't necessarily bother us. But I know I can see if you have like, oh, I'm only going to keep 50 games, which I know somebody who does that keeps only 50 games at one time. Having one that's like, is this the better version kind of makes sense. But yeah, I don't know. I'm going to stop trying to ramble on. I mean, what, what do you guys kind of call on that one? Yeah, yeah. I guess this is something that Justin and I have spoken a lot about off podcast. We've actually even recorded this episode before, but it was an absolute mess. It was one of our, like, I think it was our very first episode <laughs> yeah. never aired because it was like it was a hot mess. But anyway, <laughs> it was something that uh, we had spoken about. And I think I, for one, I don't quite like calling something a game killer. Uh, yeah. I'm just like, first of all, I think it feeds into this whole cult of the new and I, I'm all about cult of the new. I'm buying new games all the time. Right. Yeah. But I think it feeds into the FOMO of it. Right. Like, Oh yes. Now everybody's playing this game. That's so much better than the one. Like this one actually is dead now. Why would I play this? Right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. And I was even thinking one review, it was actually by Tom. Yeah. Good old boy. And I, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he was talking about Hail Hydra, the board game. And yeah. he was like, I'll mm. never play Battlestar Galactica again. And I'm like, yeah. shut <laughs> up. <laughs> he also said Horrified is a pandemic killer for him too, no? Or and is that somebody at else? Some point. He, he okay. says crazy things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yell at Where my screen at him. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's like the way one. And Horrified and Pandemic, I think, is a really good version of that because why is it killing it 
So there are definitely games I've had that have killed sort of the gateway games. So I, I often spend a lot of time with my, the teacher of games. We have a lot of friends who have young kids who don't have time to go get games. So my partner and I will go get games and we'll go like, right, the kid's in bed, we'll come around, we'll play a game. And we've got, we curated a small list of games to teach new people. So like Pandemic's one of those games. We don't play it much ourselves. If someone else is like new, the hobby will try it, we'll play it. But I wouldn't say like any other cooperative game is going to get rid of that because that's the, that game might be the perfect one for somebody. Or I have the Ghostbusters Blackout, which is also an amazing co-op you haven't played. It's really good. And I'm like, I know for a fact who I'd play that with over who I'd play Pandemic with because I think they'd get more out of the Ghostbusters one. Personally, I would probably, if you'd ask me to choose, I'll choose Blackout over Pandemic. But I would say I'm not keeping them both because somebody else is not going to care for Ghostbusters, but they're really going to enjoy the idea of playing Pandemic. And you've got to keep them on for that reason, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I think it kind of goes back to, I like the analogy you use, collector versus curator. Yeah. For, for me, and I think for a lot of board gamers, they're collectors, right? And then some people are like, okay, I have to calm down. I'm not going to have more than 30 games, right? And if you're, if you're one of those people, then I understand the notion of a killer for you. I still think that's too harsh of a term. Because it's more like this game kicked out another game for my collection, but they didn't kill the game. Because in my opinion, let's say, for example, Pandemic, let's say I got rid of Pandemic from my collection. Pandemic wouldn't be dead for me. It wouldn't be like I see somebody playing Pandemic, they ask me to join, I'm like, no, that, that yeah. game's dead for me. If you have Horrified, <laughs> I'll play it. Uh, no, it's not like that for me. You know, the game wouldn't be obsolete. It's just, okay, it's left my collection because I've limited myself to this amount of games. The idea of a killer makes it sound like, okay, so you shouldn't buy this game. The game should be out of print by now. I don't know who's buying this still. This needs to end. <laughs> like, it, it's too harsh of a term when it comes to gaming, you know? It doesn't make, it's not like technology where you need the latest tech, which is also kind of absurd. But in gaming, it's like, come on, this was a good game 10 years ago. It could still be a good game now, <laughs> you know? Right. I, yeah. That's how I view it. Yeah, I I was thinking about it, and I've actually lost. I, I was so entrenched in what you were talking about that I lost what I was going to talk about. <laughs> I, I got it, though, now. I got it. I, part of me actually takes it a little bit personally, which is ridiculous, but when I like a game so much, and then a review comes out or just some whatever, some random person says, like, this killed that game. I, I'm like, oh, man, but, like, I really love this game. It, it, it's almost like when you love something, it, it almost, like, becomes part of your identity, right? Like, yeah, and yeah. I think that's why you, you could take things so personally about your game when somebody's like, I don't like that game. It sucks. And it's like, what do you mean? Are you saying that I suck? You know? Um, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when somebody says, like, oh, that kills that game for me, I, I'm just, it leaves me so sad about it. I'm like, but I love that <laughs> game. What do you mean it's dead, you know? Absolutely. And it's, like, sort of, the there's a, there's a thing I have that's a big problem, I think, around a lot of stuff, and if I ever come back on this, I'll probably end up using this argument again, is that uh, nuance is something that people have kind of forgotten about, like the idea that something yeah. I can be flawed, can be really good but still not great can not can be kind of bad but have great moments to it and like especially in board gaming a lot at the moment i'm seeing because of that cult of the new because there's so much stuff coming out it is this game is amazing it is top 100 bgg level greatness or it's garbage and you shouldn't even use it as a firelight yeah. <laughs> like, 
and like that's that's awful, man. Like if that game is maybe not as good as it as it could be, or you've played several other games now and go, you know what? Now I get it. This is these games are much more fun. And if somebody said which one should I buy, I'd probably say try the other one. But it doesn't mean that the other one isn't viable, isn't good, isn't right for the right people, or doesn't have the right level. I mean, uh, if we use Again, co-ops and things is that if you want a really intense, super hard co-op, you might want Spirit Island, but I'm not going to play Spirit Island every day or every right. time I want to play a co-op because that's going to melt my brain. But I'm going to go, you know, that, that simple lesser games. Or oh, theme. Theme's a big one. I think yeah. we have uh, two or three games that have a very similar kind of mechanic. I'm trying to think which ones they are. There's like Seven Ronin and something else which has a hidden movement on a map mechanic. My partner was like, oh, should we get rid of Seven Run? I was like, no, because what if I don't want that that kind of crazy war game style thing that we had? I want that nice kind of classic samurai style. I want to get entrenched in a different world to that. Just because that game might do it a little bit better doesn't mean the experience is going to be better because of what we're looking for. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. The way theme can play into it where this game might mechanically be better, but I love the theme so much in this other game that it's like, no, I like this theme more, actually. And people are telling me it's dead because of this other game. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it, been, when you were talking about nuances, I was even thinking about like the whole Exit and Unlock series that is coming out and how some people feel that uh, now Time Stories is like, we don't need time stories because we have all yeah. the fun and unlock and exit, like with the puzzles and everything that time stories has uh, and leaves out, I guess, some of the quirkiness that time stories had. But we just played uh, the first scenario asylum. Uh, I think it was called for time stories. We've never played it before, but I played it because I was like, well, I don't know. It was people were raving about it when it came out. And yeah. now people are crapping all over it, like Catan <laughs> and all these other things. Right. But um, so I played it and I was like, wow, no, I, I've played the unlock stuff and I love those things, right? I love the puzzles in them. And I even love some of the stories uh, that come out of it. Um, but time stories is different. I feel like kind of like, uh, oh, what's that video game? Assassin's Creed, where you're uh, yeah. going like through time and you're taking um, on different oh. personas and everything. It has that wrapped into the game that, these like unlock and exit series don't have right you're missing sort of some of that nuance there so i wouldn't say that time stories is killed by these games unless like all you were doing were the puzzles right like if that was the only thing you liked about time stories okay fine but i don't know you're missing some of the nuance there i think no yeah i fully agree i fully if it's like i played my very first exit game last night and we have an unlock literally sat about five foot away from me uh, that we ordered <laughs> Um, a few friends have been playing games with over like WhatsApp and stuff, and like during lockdown, we've all got different unlocks. We're gonna try and solve them, like sign them, and then send them around the country and pass them around. Um, but that's by the way. But yeah, those things like I really enjoyed the exit game. The story is not much to write home about. It's a fun little kind of it's a it's a wrapper. It's a wrapper for a bunch of logic puzzles. Mm -hmm. Whereas time stories, I know a lot of people have gone down it because I think the ending's apparently awful. I've not played it, but I've heard the ending really sucks. Right. Um, that's what I've but, been hearing. Yeah. Same. <laughs> but then sometimes the journey is just as fun. And like the thematics of it yeah. really intrigue me. And I've watched tons of TV shows which have terrible endings. But I, I can still go back and enjoy a lot of them for how good they are up until that point and all the moments. Just throwing pens around, sorry. All like, the moments and, and life that like, you get out of that. And I can see maybe time stories could be killed per se if you go i don't want to have to play a campaign because every game has a campaign now which is time consuming mm -hmm. pun intended um 
but if you want, like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, like if you want like that one thing, like we were, I was joking at my party, so like, you know what we could do exits for? Like we'd get an exit before we go on holiday and we spend like one night in the bar or the hotel playing exit and then we just throw it away and then our luggage is a lighter coming back. But if I was going to say with my friends, let's all play a bunch of games. Let's play time stories together. Yeah, there's there's different audiences for that. It's not just about the, the pure mechanics. I think it depends how invested you get in theme, which I because you're a video gamer like I am, and I think you are yeah. as well, just like, yeah. we probably get more into theme, I think, because you often play games for theme and story and whatnot, and that kind of is a bigger part of the board game to me than I think a lot of, it is to a lot of people. Yeah. 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 It's funny. I, I wasn't sure what your take was going to be on this, uh, on all of this, Andrew. So I, I, I was ready to like fight you to the death on this. <laughs> but you're in like total agreement with us. Yeah, it's totally awesome. fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that we are just about ready to go into our game. Yes. I'm super excited for it. So Justin, why don't you let us all know what's going on? All right. So this is a new thing we're trying out. Let's see how it does. Uh, YouTube Time also play along with us if you're watching. It's going to be five-second summaries. I'm going to pull up a random game on my computer that I'll be able to see the name of. Now, five seconds to describe it. Uh, Melissa and Andy over here, once I'm done describing it, they're both going to be able to like put their th- uh, thumbs up on the screen. And whoever I see first, I'm going to call on them. They're going to then be able to guess the game. They get it right, they get a point. They get it wrong, it goes to the other person. And if that person gets it wrong, also nobody gets a point. And we move on to the next one. We're going to do a total of 10 games, unless we need a tiebreaker, then we'll move on. All right. Oh, a little caveat also is that, so obviously I can't say the name of the game in my summary. I also cannot say any mechanics in the game. So, for example, if the game is a car drafting game, I can't say car drafting. (laughs) All right. All right. Should be fun. Should be fun. Should be fun. Here we go. So the thing I don't have is a timer to keep me in check. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh! Right. I can't wait. It, and we're both wearing our Batman shirts, so we're gonna see who the yeah. real Batman is. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, this is actually for a lot. I didn't even realize it now. <laughs> a lot is on the line right now. Right. All right. Like... Are you ready? Do both of you know how to do the thumbs up? By the way. Is there a thumbs up on, on Zoom or am I going to slightly just do that? There's a thumbs up on Zoom. I think that you could just do that too. I don't know if it matters. <laughs> I, I think I'll yeah, be able to see. The, uh, right? There's the reactions here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then it kind of just goes away. Or we could just boop. Boop. All right, cool. Are you ready? Yep, I'm I am ready. so ready. <laughs> All right. And... Um... You gotta speak to your team without the other team knowing what you're saying because of stuff. The crypto. Yes, you got it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was in the call on Andy. Fine, fine. Right. I also need to keep track. Yes, it was the crypto. All right, all right. Let me let me do this. I'm gonna Andy. use my I'm gonna use my hand. Mm. Get ready. Both. All right. Is everybody ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Oh, let me. uh, Okay, and um. Oh dear. So you roll dice and you're trying to save people's lives, Melissa. It is. Oh no. (laughs) 
I don't know. Is it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's all you. It's uh, all you. Pandemic rapid response. No, uh, <laughs> I actually I think next... I described this game wrong. This game's not a good game. It's called. Well, all right. I shouldn't say it's not a good game. It's an okay game. It's Hospital Rush. But once I read that name, I thought it was the the sequel to Fuse. I don't <laughs> yeah, even remember what. what I was I don't remember what the name of the sequel to Fuse was, so I just described the sequel to Fuse, though. Hospital Rush. Flatline is the sequel to Fuse. Flatline, yes. That's what I tried to describe. (laughs) But (laughs) I was actually describing Hospital Rush. Isn't Hospital Rush the Sandtimer David Turch again? Yes. Yes, it is. So I, that was on me. (laughs) I think I get that point. Nobody gets that point. (laughs) All right. Is everybody ready? Yeah, born ready. Um, oh, so it's you're doing this to stop Cthulhu, but to, as a th- story, go. Andy went up first. Elder sign omens. Rod. It said Cthulhu. Uh, it could be anything. Arkham Horror, the board game, second the edition. No, ah, uh, Melissa, you disappointed me. I almost <laughs> said, I almost said, but you're living through this. It's the Living Tar game, Arkham Horror, the Living uh, Tar game. Uh, it could have been right. anything. I know, because right. I, I knew the Cthulhu part was gonna be easy, but I was like, how do I say Living Tar game? <laughs> all right, all right, it's okay. I'm sorry. I think so, Adam. I think Justin loses. The yeah, first I think like saying Cthulhu was like saying, so there's victory points involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Oh, you're saving animals from dying out. Melissa. Endangered. Yes. Yes. Nice. nice. Nailed nice. it. Finally That's got one. Too. I'm on the board. All right, so it's one to one, and we are now on the fifth team. All right. All right, and go. Oh, uh, classic gateway where you need to store points. <laughs> what was the sales number? It's a ride. Catan? <laughs> what the heck? Yahtzee? <laughs> zone. What? <laughs> <laughs> I almost said tile lane, so I just switched <laughs> to do you'd have store points. When you the said way- the classic gateway, I was like, Carcassonne, and he's like, it's got points. Are there points in Carcassonne? I remember <laughs> tiles. <laughs> but you, like, converted all into points. That, that was a great one. And everybody at home got that. I know you guys. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, I did, a, I did a quiz a few weeks ago with some friends, and they were like, all right, we're going to start with conditions. All right, what's the youngest player and as the starting condition? I was like, Almost every game ever yeah. made. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that one. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, I need you did. I need you did. Everybody trust me? All right, no, I don't. Team. <laughs> this is hard, actually. I can't say any mechanics. <laughs> My mind immediately jumps to that because that's how we describe games usually. <laughs> all right, all right. I'd ask this. <sighs> okay, okay. You have pop figures fight each other. Melissa's hand was up first. Sorry, Andy. Funkovers. Funkovers. Yes. That one was that one wasn't too bad. Okay. I said, yeah, I know exactly what it is, and I was like, "What's it actually called, though?" <laughs> 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 All 
actually have it right here in my room. <laughs> oh, cheating. No, boy, do say that. No. <laughs> I have at least one Funko in the building. I can have one right behind me. There we go, yeah. I, I have right. one on my desk. I have one up there. I'm not going to grab it. Groot, I got in the loot crate. Oh, cool. Cool. Groot crate. It's just stores two to one in Melissa's favor. We're on our seventh game. All right. All right Ooh, Andy's ready. I love the convention. All right. And you're chopping off people's heads. Uh, Melissa. Guillotine. Guillotine. Yes. Nice. <laughs> I, I've don't even heard of that. I'm like, that, that would have uh, been a guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's a line that. manipulation game. Yeah. That sounds appropriate, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that or it's like that uh, log one where you hit with the plastic axe. It's got to be one of those two mechanics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is that one? Oh, chop, chop, lumberjack or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah something like yes. that. So we are on our eighth game now. Okay. All right. Ready? Uh, you have to uh, save everybody from dying. <laughs> Andy. The pandemic? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thank God I said everybody because I was. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Awesome. All right. We're on our ninth game now. Three to two, Melissa's favor. Can Andy tie it up here? All right. And uh, you need to control the land by dating provinces and stuff. Andy. Blood Rage. Shoot. No, not Blood Rage. Oh, really? <sighs> Melissa, do you have a guess? This Chris? one was tough. <laughs> no. Dominion. <laughs> you know, I was thinking Dominion, but oh, the provinces. Yeah, you're right. I, I forget what those things are in Dominion. Like, it's, yeah. the, it's the type of builder I don't have. It's I, like duchy uh, and thing, or do, I don't know how to actually yeah. say it. I'm tall the duchy, though. <laughs> the other way I was going to pronounce it was in the flat. So, <laughs> all right. So, what? We are on the 10th. I'll tell you after. We're on the 10th game now. If Andy ties it up here, because it's three to two, Melissa, if Andy ties it up, we'll go to the 11th game and so forth. Not happening. <laughs> all right. Are you both ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, your famous writers going across the land trying to survive and stuff. Melissa's hand shot up. Seventh continent. Seventh continent. Yes! Nice. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest, I don't even know what a seventh continent's actually about. I just know everybody talked about it for ages. I didn't uh, actually know what yeah. we were. Like. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to say this. Melissa has an unfair advantage in this game because everything is coming from our collection. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? But we don't have Hospital Rush. We do. We just never played it. <laughs> we won it out of one of those boxes things. <laughs> oh. you, you, you guys have a game you don't know you have. That's kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think. I think that's Sabrina's. Yeah, it might be. I was gonna say. I think that's actually. No, that might. It might be Sabrina's. Yeah. That's his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. It's. Yeah. It's mine. It's yeah. my show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, all right, well, I had fun with that. What did you guys yeah. think? Yeah, that, that was that. fun. That was stressful. I'm going to another board gaming themed quiz now as well for a couple of hours. So this is going to be <laughs> good practice. 
All right, awesome. Hopefully, uh, also for people watching at home, let us know in the comments what you thought about this. If you were able to like play along and stuff, how you thought we did. I, I my performance was a little shitty. <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was fantastic because I won. <laughs> Gateway game where you had to store points. But... <laughs> <laughs> like the least good <laughs> you literally made a, a joke before saying just say how many uh, games with victory points in it and then I essentially did that <laughs> I told you guys that oh man awesome all right. Excellent. Well, this has been another Roll for Thought. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Melissa McCack. You could also follow our Facebook page called Room 51. Andy, thank you so much for joining us today. Where could people find you? Uh, so people can find me on Board Game Breakfast when I can get around to putting a segment on there. Uh, I have an Instagram, which is at Portable Gaming. I don't have anything else at the moment. Uh, if I do, it'll probably announce there. But I just am so lazy with other social media to begin with, and mostly the Instagram is the best way, uh, which I would promise I'll try and post more stuff on. But yeah, that that that's about it. I occasionally also hang around on the losers' uh, game streams at like nine o'clock these days. Like I'll be there tonight actually. Um, so if you if you're playing those, you might see me hanging around there as well. Normally doing badly. Sweet, yeah. Although this will be airing probably a week later, so. Well, well, true. I mean, there's a good chance depending what game they're playing. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> All right. Well, let us know what you think of Game Killers, what you think of that notion. You've been listening to slash watching Room 51. As like from Portable Gaming. Uh, yeah, go for that. That's, that's how I normally do it. So, portable uh, Portable. 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 Yeah. Portable. 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 Yeah. Like potable, potable dropping the R. Yeah. Yeah. Potable David. <laughs> All right. I got this. <laughs> you have to say it with the accent. You have to. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like I can't not say it with the accent. <laughs> it's interesting here. Americans try my accent. That, that's fun. And, I'm, yeah. and I'm, I'm toning it down for you guys. <laughs>